0: Welcome to the Idea Fit Pro Show with your host, Sandy Todd Webster. Welcome to fitness professionals around the world, and thank you for joining us on another episode of the Idea Fit Pro Show. I'm your host, Sandy Webster, and I am very excited to jump into our conversation today with Jessica Maurer, one of Idea's most in demand subject matter experts on the business of fitness. Today we'll be talking through a lot of essential business advice focused on how to create profitable digital, virtual, and live products for your fitness business. Jess also will give a generous preview of her upcoming Idea World virtual session, which will dissect the top five social media do's and don'ts. Get ready to take some notes on this one and seriously consider signing up at ideafit.com for her Idea World virtual workshop in July. Jessica is a fitness business consultant and strategist who has presented and consulted for many brands internationally. Her passion is helping fitness pros and businesses reach full potential through education, program and instructor development, as well as brand creation and awareness. Jess is the Senior Director of Instructor Development at Fit for Mom, and she consults for a number of high-profile fitness companies and individuals. Jessica also offers consulting services to locally-owned businesses and fitness professionals. Let's jump right into this fast-paced interview. All right, Jess, are you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. It is so great to have you on the podcast with me today. Thank you for joining me.
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. I've been listening ever since you guys launched. And so this is kind of very serendipitous that now I'm on it.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for your attention. Um, So let's start by having you introduce yourself to our audience uh, from a high-level view and give us some insight to your professional fitness journey, your consulting business, and how you became one of the contemporary experts on the marketing side of the fitness business. Sure
1: thing. So I started off in the fitness industry as a group fitness instructor, a yoga instructor, and a personal trainer. Just kind of quickly went through and got as many different certifications as I could because I fell in love with education, and fitness. So I really loved being able to go to conventions and see other like-minded individuals in a room, brainstorming together, working together, and then taking the little nuggets that they learned and then dissipating it out into their own communities. And so I really fell in love with that aspect of fitness on top of the actual love of helping other people And I quickly realized that I had a lot of ways to help people reach their full potential, whether that was through fitness or through creating technology and systems. I happened to be coming up in the fitness industry right when websites and social media, having an online store and a payment gateway was really starting to trend and catch on. And I was lucky enough and tenacious enough to know how to use YouTube at a very early starting point in my career and taught myself how to build websites and taught myself a lot about social media and marketing through YouTube tutorials at the time. Hmm. So I really loved the idea of being scrappy and resourceful and putting things together on your own. So that you weren't having to spin your wheels and and use a program that might have been ineffective or out of your budget and out of your range. I took all of my knowledge and love for fitness education and dove into being a master trainer and a touring presenter for companies like Bosu and Savier Fitness and Headstrom Fitness. I started working with a lot of other fitness professionals in the field who didn't understand technology didn't want to take the time to teach themselves how to build a website or take care of their Facebook account. And so I stepped in as that liaison who could create systems and ways for them to have an online presence, but not necessarily spend all of the time and effort it took to learn how to be online and have an online presence. And so I came in to really be that Backsided person. Um, For a long time, I joked around as I presented at conferences and said, I get to pretend to be other people online all day. (laughs) But that's really what I got to do for a long period of time. And, And it allowed for me to really help other people reach their full potential, whether that was a business just getting started, an established business who needed to go to the next step, and even the boots on the ground, the actual real consumers that we were touching
0: i love that scrappiness and i i love that you you're self-taught i mean there's plenty of resources out there but you sort of amalgamated all of them and turned them into a really workable system that you now share with others which is just so great i saw you present for the first time at idea personal trainer institute virtual this just this past february Um, Your lecture on how to create profitable, digital, virtual, and live products was packed with actionable advice. You've done other presentations like this um, on the fitness event circuit, and you've consulted for a lot of companies in the industry, as you mentioned. If you had to pick three of the biggest pain points among our pros, or in the fitness market in general, concerning product development and marketing, what would those be?
1: So number one is by far fear. People are paralyzed by fear of the unknown, of not knowing how to start, where to start, where to go. And this paralyzing fear stops them from making any movement going forward, which ties into the second part of not utilizing the other people in the fitness industry. We have this fear that we are in competition with each other. And my stance is that we're not in competition with each other. We're in competition with Lazy Boy. And if we are united together, (laughs) we can actually make a difference in people's lives. So if you have a fear of not knowing where to start or what to do next, rely on your community of other fitness professionals. Ask them for help. If you see someone doing something that interests you that you would like to do as well, is speak to them, ask them how they got started, because there's always a chain of line. There's always a team of people working to put a product together, a program out there. There are ways that these people learned how to do it that you could then in turn learn how to do it as well, or form really meaningful connections and partnerships with people who are doing things that you see that may interest you and how to grow your business or how to take the next step forward. Mm -hmm. My third thing is that we also have it in our minds as fitness professionals that we have to be super target and we have to make everyone happy. And we are coming to the realization now that We don't have to be super target. If you're really authentically you, then the people that speak your language, that wear the style of jeans that you provide, are going to be interested in the type of fitness that you put forward. So we need to stop trying to people please and instead really focus on the target demographic we want to work with. And this allows for us to be very true to what we're creating, making sure that we're the expert and putting together the best product, and that we're not putting forward things that may confuse the consumers or um, not fully express ourselves authentically and true to the business we're putting forward.
0: Mm, What a great way to encapsulate those points. So just to repeat, get over your fear. Number two, utilize others in the industry. There are a lot of people who have expertise in this area and who, you know, we're in a, an industry full of givers. Mm-hmm. Just reach out to people and ask for help. Um, and then third, you don't have to super target. Um, be authentically you. And, um, you know, we can together, we can all uh, get over this lazy boy effect because that is our competition.
1: A hundred percent.
0: So, in this realm of product development and marketing, what question do fit pros ask you the most? What are they most confused about, and what advice do you give them? The number one question I get all the time is, "What do I create?" It's the the
1: basis of all questions comes back to, "What do I what do I create?" And I always land people back to the question of, "Well, who do you want to serve? Who is your target demographic?" Because if you can pinpoint your target demographic, then you can find their pain points and everything that you create as a fitness professional in order to serve your target demographic should answer a pain point. So if you pinpoint your target demographic and you dive into what are they Googling at 2 a.m., what are they missing? What are the big humps they have to get over in their daily life? And your products or services answer those pain points, then you are attracting the clients you want to work with, with things that are no brainers to them, because it's already what they're looking for. So if you have the question of like, what do, how do I even start? What do I even do first? Figure out the pain points of your pinpointed target market and create based on those questions.
0: And would, it, would a good way to arrive at that answer be just to survey your, your people?
1: Absolutely. Survey your people, but also starting to look around on the internet. We can use social media, blogs, and other services that are like-minded individuals to figure out What are people really wanting? Asking them is a great thing because they'll be able to be fully authentic and open. But at the same time, you can do what we call social listening, which is going to social media and seeing what questions are they asking within Facebook groups? What questions are they looking for on Instagram? What hashtags are trending? Because these are pain points that people are actively searching. And if your expertise aligns with those pain points, then you become the person who can provide the answers.
0: It's so simple and it's so available to everybody. Just get online and start scrolling and pay attention to what you're reading, right? Just
1: Just, listen.
0: They're telling you. We just have to find ways of listening to them. Right. So my favorite quote from your PTI presentation is as follows. I'm going to quote directly. You were reactive enough in 2020. It's time to slow down, strategize, and move forward. Rip off the band-aids from last year and start building with purpose and understanding of why you're doing what you're doing. Can you share an example of how you see p- people getting in ruts with their offerings or their marketing approaches? Um, how do they get clear of those things to make progress? And what do you think is holding FitPros back from being more innovative?
1: So we all did it last year. We all felt this scarcity that all of our clients were going away. Our classes were going away. Our gyms were closing. So what did we do? We started becoming yes people. We said yes to everything. Whether we wanted to teach it or not, whether we wanted this client or not, whether we wanted to get up at 5am and do a zoom call or not, we said yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And what we did was load our schedules with things that weren't going to be sustainable for the long term. They were sustainable for right then in that moment when everything was shut down and we were at home, but when life has started to open back up, we've quickly realized that what we said yes to last year didn't align with our goals, didn't align with our life, didn't align with where we wanted to be in the next year. We just were so scared in the moment of losing it all that we said yes to everything. So we have to kind of backtrack a little bit and figure out of all the things that I said yes to what actually moves me forward and gets me closer to my goal. And I have a really good example of that. I am the, I'm lucky enough to be the senior director of instructor development at Fit for Mom. And at Fit for Mom, when everything shut down last year due to COVID, we quickly pivoted and offered shorter virtual classes for our instructors to be able to teach. But again, this was in the moment of, oh, scarcity. These moms aren't gonna have an hour to work out. They're not gonna wanna work out for an hour on Zoom. We need to get them short little snippets, but it wasn't sustainable for the long term. We had to get back to, you know what we're actually good at? These 60-minute interactive mom-kid class, mom and kid in stroller classes or mom-only classes. Like That is what our business model is about. And we need to get back to that. So looking back and figuring out, okay, I may have thrown some spaghetti at the wall, but what (laughs) can I actually continue to use in the next
0: year? Right, because the spaghetti might be falling off now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> or it's it's really decayed. <laughs> yeah. And that it was such a great example. You you provide a just really reevaluate everything mm-hmm. you did reactively last year and and look forward. Absolutely. And and figuring out what is
1: is it in line with your overall goal and your overall why of being in the fitness industry? And that's another hot topic we hear quite often is why, why, why are you here? And if you still have a a hard time answering why and what you want to see in yourself in the next five years, then pause everything and take some time to dig in over the next few months and really figure out where do you want to be in five years? And then you can go back
0: and reassess what should I be doing to get me there? And, you know, the why does change Um, sometimes more frequently than others. But what do you think a good, Revisit of the why is what's what's a good time frame for that? every six months, every year? How do you do I- it?
1: Yeah. I personally think that it's when something big happens in your life, but it's not necessarily based on timetables, but it's when you have your first kid or your kid goes to school and, or you have the opportunity to move or something big happens that changes in your life, then you have to pause and kind of reassess. I know that the big change for, for me came when my child went to school because suddenly I had a lot more free time and I wasn't dueling this two different lifestyle and it could get back to really focusing okay well what do I want professionally where do I want to grow here so I could spend more time while he was at school focusing on that professional aspect so anytime something big happens Mm -hmm. there's a big change in your daily life your daily habits take some time to assess them
0: super practical thank you for that Um, So in your PTI session, you reviewed a list of tools that fit pros can use to obtain and retain clients. What are some of those tools? And then if you could give us an example of one tactic connected to a marketing tool that everyone listening to this show can implement today to see if it makes a difference for getting and retaining clients.
1: So for the longest period of time, everyone said email is dead. Like email marketing instead, it was this big push to social media. What we've seen now though is like, if Mark Zuckerberg woke up tomorrow and he decided to shut it all off, you wouldn't have social media anymore. So still obtaining ways to communicate with your target demographic, not on a platform and instead in their email box or even in their text message is super vital. So we need to use social media as a way to leave breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs that take people off of social media and to our website where we can capture their email. So the big technology push that I would recommend everyone have is some type of email capture system when they go to your website, a way that you can surprise and delight your target demographic. So it's not sign up for our newsletter because no one wants a newsletter. We get enough from Amazon and Bed Bath & Beyond and Bath & Body Works. We have enough newsletters and and sales papers. What they want to know is, can you help them achieve their goals? which goes back to the idea of what are the pain points of your target demographic and how can you answer and provide those solutions? So giving them that type of content so that when they're giving you their email address as a form of currency, you're giving them solutions that surprise and delight them. And every time you end up in their inbox, it should be that same mentality. I'm surprising and delighting my clientele with this new answer to a question I know they have maybe the same question over and over again, and you're just providing a different style of answer, but it all comes back to find a way to capture their emails and then deliver and nurture surprise and delight content straight into their email boxes.
0: I love it. Great stuff. Who, I'm curious, who else do you see out there innovating in this realm? Um, what are they doing that you admire or that you want to crack the code on and try yourself or maybe you already have?
1: I love Social Media Examiner. I read their blog. I listen to all of their podcasts. I follow all of the hosts on social media. I feel like they are putting out such usable, vital content, not just for fitness professionals, but for all people who have interest in online marketing. In the fitness world itself, people like Petra Kobler and Natalie Lacombe, Shannon Fable, Sarah Cooperman from SCW, they all took last year to really change how they were using online marketing to really push the industry forward. And so I really recommend people following and paying attention to what they're doing because they're they're changing the industry um, every time they come up with some new innovation. And then most importantly, I actually learn a lot from other people who are currently actively doing. So we as sometimes when we get to being consultants and coaches, we stop paying attention to the people who have the boots on the ground as much. But those are the people who are actually we can learn the most from because they're testing it and trying it. And we can see what's working for the consumers and be able to then take the lessons learned from those people and pay it forward to others.
0: Mm -hmm. Great resources provided there. I hope you guys are taking notes out there. Okay, we're going to take a quick break from this great conversation to share some super exciting news from Idea Health and Fitness Association. Are you ready? Okay, here goes. We are gifting registrations to 2021 Idea World Virtual this July 9th through 11th for the first 15,000 people who sign up for our all new reimagined IdeaFit Plus membership. That's a $399 ticket to the Super Bowl of fitness for fit pros who renew or sign up for IdeaFit Plus membership for as low as $199 per year. That's right, the $399 ticket to the 2021 virtual event is included in your membership price. If you're not an IDEA member, learn more about how IDEA Fit Plus membership is truly the mastermind asset that fit pros everywhere are choosing to push their careers forward. To learn more about how you can enjoy all of IDEA's incredible benefits and career tools, and to get your complimentary ticket to IDEA World Virtual, please visit ideafit.com or call our Inspired Service Team at 1-800-999-4332, extension 7. Time is of the essence for this incredible offer. The benefits and services in this new membership package are the most contemporary, relevant, and affordable in today's market. Your IdeaFit Plus membership will help you to keep moving forward and building your career during these challenging times. So jump over to ideafit.com today to learn more and secure your IdeaFit Plus membership and your all access three day ticket to 2021 Idea World Virtual. Check the show notes for details. Now let's get back to the interview. So you are on the Idea World Virtual program for this July. And I want to get FitPros really excited for your workshop. Uh, the session description says you will, quote, break down the top five social media do's and don'ts, plus show us how to create a personalized social media plan that folks can implement on Monday after the event. What are the five do's and don'ts? Just very brief, briefly, because we we want people to, to attend and, and get all the secrets, but what are the five and how will you unfold this for those who attend your workshop?
1: I'm so excited for Idea World. I feel like it really is, you know, we've said for a long time, the Super Bowl of the fitness industry, and that's what it feels like coming together and being able to see The presenters again, and the the staff again, and all of the people who come. So I'm I'm super super excited about being able to present this content at Ideal World this year. So number one is do know where to fish so that you don't waste your time. So we'll go over who your target market is and where they live online because Mm -hmm. it may not be where you think. And there have been a lot of changes in the platforms over the last few years. So where people used to be are no longer where they are. So we talk a lot about where can you find, where should you spend your time? Where should you put your resources? Then we're gonna talk about ways that you can cheat the systems. Um, but by not chasing followers. So years ago, the way to get through the systems or the algorithm was to buy followers. And that's no longer true. Buying followers doesn't actually bring you customers. might bring you attention, but there's a big difference between attention and lead and client. So we'll dive into all three of those levels and, and how you can really use the algorithms on the platform in order to bring the right client to you. We'll talk about how you should have a plan and not be impulsive. Being impulsive on social media is where a lot of people get into trouble and they start to lose their brand and their consistency. We'll talk about ways that you can reuse your work so that you don't overload and waste your brain or your time or your energy. And then last, we'll be talking about all of the resources that you should use for social media and the best way to use these resources to actually learn how to say no and learn how to say This is actually the client I want to work with, the program I want to put forward. This is my branding. And I'm going to say no to the other things that don't fit into that circle.
0: Sign me up. (laughs) I I will be there. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm glad. You know, the session description also says that you'll be talking about the best apps, habits, and tricks to use to boost your organic engagements without having to pay for ads. Can you give us a little sample to whet our appetites for more? Let's get people really pumped up for your session. Oh, yeah. so. I love talking about systems and
1: scheduling tasks, because that's really what it comes down to is if you log onto your phone at any point in your day, you're going to spend 15 minutes just scrolling through things that may not even interest you and definitely doesn't grow your business. So instead, we take a step back and we say, okay, when can we actually sit down and create valuable content? Content that's not in the moment, what are you doing right now, but actual content I like to look at social media kind of like an online dating profile. My Mm -hmm. clients are coming to my profile to see if we're a match, if they want to get to know me more, if they want to start a relationship. So if we start to look at our social media that way, it's a way that we can start to build our presence online in a way that makes sense for our brand, as well as communicates to our consumers and customers who we are and what we have to offer. So stepping back and deciding... This is the time I have to actually dedicate to creating content. Then you'll have to decide, okay, I'm going to post my content at a certain time, log off, get off, get out fast as possible. And then pick another time during your day where you go back and do what I like to say or like to call my three C's where you focus on community connection and camaraderie, because that's what the point of social media is, is social... Being social is connecting with others. So social media doesn't work if all you do is get in and post and get out. Social media works is when you log back in at a later time, comment, like, share, use it for social purposes. So during this session, we're going to actually create systems and calendars that say, okay... I know on Tuesday, I'm going to create all my content for the next week. Okay. I know in the mornings, that's when most of my target demographics online. So I'm going to post at 11, but I'm going to log on at four in order to do these, these connections and these, this uh, relationship building. So we'll put in different systems that will help make social media feel more effective, less like a time suck and more geared towards actually growing your business.
0: Yeah, it's it seems like having that kind of discipline is going to certainly save a lot of time just scrolling randomly and answering randomly. Like if you have if you have it scheduled for yourself and you have a good system for what you're looking for and how you're going to respond, you can get on with other things in your day. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it doesn't
1: hijack your time, because I know a lot of us find ourselves. Where did that 30 minutes just go? i just sat and watched reels for the last 30 minutes and, and then your day's thrown off. So instead, of you're dedicating time that you know you're going to spend on social media, being social, and, and that that keeps you from the spiral as well of like getting into places on social media that's just a time suck and and not a really strategic way for you to grow your business.
0: All right. And we've all, we've all done it and we all still do it. We get sucked in. And I mean, just really having a system, I think is a great way to save yourself some, some time. So Jess, if you had to pick one learning from the workshop that you hope people get clear on and implement right away, what would you say that is?
1: That social media is a strategy. So taking the step back and figuring out how to make social media, that breadcrumb trail that gets people to leave Facebook and come to your website and not just come to your website, but then how are you going to tie in what you put on social media to what you're offering in your blogs? What products are you offering? How are you going to get people to give your email address? Using ways to strategically tell people what you have to offer on social media so it's not all sales oriented. It's not buy now, this is available 50% off. Instead, it's providing content. Want to learn more? Here's where you go to get more of it. So I hope people come out of this session realizing that if you take a step back and you actually use online brand awareness, instead of the idea of marketing, instead you want to make people aware of who you are, what you have to offer. All of that is business strategy. The same way that we used to do business strategy for in-person and sealing the deal, quote unquote, all ties into social media as well. How can you get breadcrumbs for them to leave Instagram and click on your profile, for them to leave YouTube and click on your website, for them to come to your blog to learn more about you or to join your email list to get one of your services. So it's all about that strategic chess game of Mm -hmm. giving a little making sure that you're providing value and content that your target demographic wants in a way to get them to leave social and come over and see where else you live and what else you have to offer.
0: Super rich material and so much to learn there. Um, I'm going to put a link to your session in the show notes. So If you guys aren't excited about it, it, I mean, you, you, it's part of how we do business these days. Um, So check it out, check the show notes and link over and sign up for it.
1: Yeah. I Um, hope to
0: see you all there and bring all
1: your questions because I always make sure that we, I leave time. I know that each of you have individual questions, so I hope to be able to help answer them and and provide a, a lot of feedback. So you walk away with a plan ready to roll Monday morning.
0: Absolutely, or also we're we're gonna ask Jess to leave her um, contact information, which I'll also put in the show notes. And so if you are attending her session, it might help to drop your question in before the session. Um, That that way she can make sure she addresses it. Um, So I'm gonna switch gears a little bit here, um, Jessica. As we open things back up, what are you most excited about in terms of what you see as untapped potential for our industry? I
1: think there's a lot of partnerships that are happening right now that are so exciting. I think that the um, the great pause of 2020 really told people how important wellness is, not just movement wise, but mental wellness and emotional wellness and nutrition. And I think that what's going to be amazing is as we start to open up these partnerships that we've created online, this community that we've created online is going to come in person to our community. I think we're going to see a lot more of crossover happening where it's the p- fitness professional working with the nutritionist, working with a guidance counselor, working with mental health. There's going to be this underlying current of it's not just movement, it's wellness. And here is your team of wellness experts, your spin instructor, your yoga instructor, but also your nutritionist, also your therapist that you're going to. There's going to be this connection points where it's not just about sweat and reps anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about all of your wellness professional team working together. Now, whether that's going to be an established business where they provide the team for you, or it's going to be you on your own putting people together. I think the more that we can unite with the fitness and wellness professionals in our area and make alliances and make partnerships so that we can provide this idea of overall wellness is going to be so beneficial over the next few
0: years. I couldn't agree more that, um, you know, that's the direction we've been going with the Nutrition Behavior Change Summit. It's all about pu- putting your team together, putting together allied health pros, um, all of whom you mentioned. Um, so many subspecialties in there who um, who have the the client's health as the the number one goal, and so with the advent of telehealth and seeing that how well that worked uh, during pandemic and just the advances in apps and just the technology we <clears throat> excuse me we can use to do that, um, it's a really exciting time. I couldn't agree with you more.
1: I think we'll see a lot of that, especially with so many. Uh, barriers broken down from being virtual. Because now I can teach my yoga via Zoom at a doctor's office. And I don't actually have to be there. And same with like nutritional consultation or meditation consultations. We can now unite with people who are across the world and bring different voices and different avenues of wellness into our business. So while we're not super target... And we're not going to, we're going to stay in our lane of expertise, but we're going to align ourselves with other experts from pieces of the the wellness puzzle that we're missing so that we can easily just unite and say, I know you need stress relief. I hear it. And I've got these great resources to tie you into.
0: I love the idea of curating your own team to just, you know, don't wait to be asked, take action and put your own team together, right? (sighs) Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, people in your community, you know, the services you use. So, you know, using that as your connection point, as your jumping off point of, of bringing together your own area team of wellness providers and partnerships are going to be what really blossom, I think, in the next few years.
0: Amen. I love it. So, what are you stoked about in terms of your own business and lessons the pandemic has taught you about what's possible? I am, I'm
1: really honing in on the word thrive, um, which was interesting because when I first started my personal training business, when I was in college, it was called thrive. And now I feel like it's really come full circle in the last few months of being able to work with business professionals, personal trainers, group fitness instructors, studios, be able to really establish themselves and what they are authentic in, what they're the expert in and who they speak to. It's essentially being a personal trainer for a business, which has just been really eye-opening. And I'm, I'm honing in back onto the word of thrive of what makes you as a business professional feel like you're thriving in business and in your personal life. While there, I don't find that there's an equal balance between professional and personal life, there's always going to be an ebb and flow. There's going to be a day where one's more overloaded than the other. I think that that's completely normal. It's just finding the programming, the clients, the resources, the team that you're putting together that make you feel successful and that you're really thriving in your life. And I think that's what I'm really honing in on is, is the word of thriving in professional and personal life.
0: It sounds like you, you actually had beaten... Ariana Huffington to the punch with the Thrive brand. You probably should have kept it.
1: I should have. i definitely
0: a missed part. Oh, well, you can just congratulate yourself for, for being brilliant way, way before the fact. Sure. Way before. <laughs> oh, so as we wind up our chat today, um, can you please leave us with a parting thought and also let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you, whether that's your website, social handles, email, if you want to give that?
1: Absolutely. So you can reach me at
0: jhmfitness.com.
1: I'm also Jessica at jhmfitness. I spend most of my time on Instagram because that tends to be where my target market is. So I spend most of my time on Instagram and that's jhmfitness as well. Um, but you can also find me on Facebook. I'm Jessica H. Mauer, M is in mother, A-U-R-E-R on Facebook. And I think my one big takeaway is to really be authentically you whether that is you as a business or you as a personal trainer and a fitness provider, a fitness entrepreneur is really honing in on what makes you authentic, what makes you special. Because while we all are fitness professionals, we all speak to people in a way that they want, in a way that they uh, need in order to digest and ingest fitness that works best for them. I like to think about it in terms of jeans. There are so many different people and companies that make jeans of all styles and all cuts because people wear clothes differently and fitness is to be treated the same way. Mm -hmm. You may not fit someone and that's fine. As long as you are being true to yourself and authentic to what you want to provide and the education that you have in your own journey and throughout your professional career, then then I think that that is where beauty actually happens and where we can find the most success. So be yourself, be authentic. However weird and strange you might find that your sense of humor, your style of fitness, who you are is going to speak to your target market.
0: That is so great. What a wonderful analogy and just a a great way to close our conversation. Jess, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today and hearing your great ideas. I am beyond excited for your Idea World Virtual presentation. Um, Idea World Virtual is July 9th through 11th, y'all. So um, write it down and definitely check out the rest of the program. Um, In addition to Jessica's presentation. There are, there are just literally hundreds of others that are just really going to light you up. So, um, Jessica, we are so grateful for your time. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to seeing everyone at ideal world.
0: That winds up our chat with Jess Maurer. I hope you're as excited as I am for her upcoming ideal world virtual workshop session three, four, four, entitled five social media do's and don'ts. Check the show notes for details. If you're not an Idea member, learn more about how IdeaFit Plus membership is truly the mastermind asset that fit pros everywhere are choosing to push their careers forward. If we can answer any questions about how you can enjoy all of Idea's incredible benefits and career tools, please visit ideafit.com or call our Inspired Service team at one 800 nine 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 four three three two extension seven this is sandy webster signing off until next time stay positive and keep inspiring the world with your special magic don't ever forget that you make a huge difference in the lives of others and that idea is here to support you in this critical purpose thanks for all you do to make the world a healthier happier place the Idea Fit Pro Show is part of the Outside Inc. podcasting network. It is executive produced by Jordan Leeds and edited by Mike Hilding. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Reproduction without permission is strictly prohibited.